Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Title, Bitcoin versus sports cards. Not necessarily a battle, but which one is more volatile? Which one is riskier? Which one is the better investment? It may surprise you, but thanks sponsors, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Comsi.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Panini, Upper Deck, and Tops. I read that Bitcoin was the best asset class in 2020 with a 300% increase, which actually that doesn't mean it tripled. It means it quadrupled. 100% is doubling. 200% is tripling. 300% is quadrupling. So Bitcoin quadrupled. It's easy to calculate. You can see it was 10,000 bucks at the beginning of the year, 40,000 at the end of the year, and it's uh, dipped since the end of the year, but still very expensive. And sports cards did quite well, but you could not say that across the board, Sports cards quadrupled. Now, many notable cards went up even more than quadrupled. But in fact, most sports cards didn't even double. But they stayed the same. They went up. And some of them went up in a, in a huge way. What about 2021? You can look up the expression regression to the mean. That means that uh, a record year is not always followed by another record year. It's uh, closer to what you'd expect. And it, uh, poor year, uh, the next year is not as poor. Frequently that happens, not always, but frequently. I just thought about an episode of what if we considered sports cards in the same category as Bitcoin. So that's what this episode is about. The uh, narrative of some of the people that are touting sports cards, you could replace Bitcoin. <laughs> Do you want to get in Bitcoin now? It's already gone up 300% and actually gone down a little bit now, but do you want to get into Bitcoin or do you want to get further into sports cards? I want to get in sports cards and I'll give you some reasons why. If in actually, I really would have wanted to be in Bitcoin a year ago so I could get the run up, but now I'm not so sure. 10 reasons why Bitcoin and sports cards are comparable or we can learn from each other. One is just in the sense of market cap. They're both hard to know the size of the market. The potential market cap for Bitcoin is a growing market. If you include other current and future digital currencies, certainly it's hard to get a handle on that. And there's more Bitcoin being manufactured or mined. So market cap is something worth considering. Tricky to calculate in terms of the sports card hobby. I have thoughts about that. Number two is the liquidity. Both of these, Bitcoin obviously is a currency, but and it's more and more accepted and considered liquid, but it's not the same as cash in the culture and in small amounts, but it's uh, becoming more and more accepted. What about sports cards? They're better than liquid in some cases because they're going up certain cards. You can just name your price. The buy it now, what we read about on card ladder, the buy it now is people just take it because they think it might be even higher. But nevertheless, it's never as liquid as cash. Uh, and it's not as liquid as gold in the sense that you can melt it or other precious metals that are useful that have high value. Number three, they both have a cultural cachet now. I think it's cool to say that you own Bitcoin. I think it's cool to say that you own sports cards. I actually think it's better to own sports cards, but either one of them get, get a conversation going for your friends and say, tell me more. I've heard about that. Number four, just the whole category of alternative investments. If it is an alternative investment, then the most financial planners say, don't put more than 10% of your net worth or your investable assets into these alternatives. And yet some of the most savvy investors actually do more than that. But it's where they have an edge, where they think they really understand that category 
I think it's hard to know what's going to happen with Bitcoin. A little easier to know what's going to happen with certain cards or make a reasonable prediction. But I think the more important question, not just alternative investments, but is it tangible versus intangible? Can you touch it? And that's where I think sports card wins. Uh, I guess you could display your Bitcoin, but it's uh, an intangible. And sports cards, not just tangible, but is it bulky or is it compact? Hundreds of years ago, stamp collectors, people would get out of the, the country and, and bring their stamps with them of rare stamps or rare gold coins. You can do that with a few graded cards, but my collection, I would not be able to put in one suitcase and leave with. So quality is certainly better than quantity when you're talking about alternative, again, emphasis on investment. It's the difference between having a collection of pennies, a collection of silver dollars, or a collection of gold coins if you're a coin collector. And you've heard that you can't take it with you you better consider what you can take with you when it comes to alternative investments. Portability is good. Number five is diversification. In Bitcoin, I think that just means other digital currencies. But within sports cards, there's almost infinite choices. You can pick the player, the brand, the sport, the whether you get unopened, go for grails, vintage, autographs, relics, memorabilia. There's so much diversification to me that adds to the fun of it. Also profitable if you pick the right player, brand, sport, you know, product. Number six is fungibility. If one is as good of an, as another and they're replaceable, fungible, that's certainly two for Bitcoin. One is the same as another, but that's a complication for sports cards. It makes sports cards a more difficult investment vehicle because even graded cards, take a, a grade of nine, for example, all nines are not necessarily perceived as equal. You've got the different grading companies that a PSA 9 is different than an SGC 9. You've got an old uh, serial number or a recent serial number. You've got subgrades or the lack thereof. So one 9 may be, on, on scrutiny, felt to be quite a bit better card than another 9. So they're not fungible. Number seven is trackable in terms of the value. Bitcoin, easily tracked. You can have a, a graph showing the daily ups and downs of the Bitcoin. Sports cards, not so much. I know Adam Gray's doing a kind of a market basket for modern and vintage cards. But what's in the market basket? The market basket went up, but what's in it? In every field, it seemed like these market baskets where they try to track the value of a, a group of securities or something, they frequently get reconstituted and frankly, sometimes pre-populated with winners. The Dow Jones uh, keeps replacing stocks that are losers with winners. And then we see that the uh, Dow Jones industrial average goes up. We should expect it to go up if they keep replacing losers with uh, potential winners. Again, all these are more retrospective rather than prospective, which... so. Best example, picking for basketball, I don't think Robert Trailer, Robert Tractor Trailer, or Greg Oden are normally included in these market baskets. And yet, if you would have gone back uh, 20 plus years, Robert Trailer was uh, traded for Dirk Nowitzki, pretty much even up. And they were thought to be equally uh, promising. And Greg Oden is maybe mainly injuries, but uh, was a number one pick. Number eight, reading the news. Bitcoin is affected by newspaper, and I put that in quotes, that where you get your news, the front page, but also the financial pages, whereas sports cards are mainly affected by sports page. But also, I'm going to make a case that eventually sports cards are going to be also affected by the front and financial pages in the macro sense of affecting the whole category of sports cards and sports card investing. It, it does matter. Eventually, it will matter what the world economy is doing, the American economy, the level of unemployment. Is there going to be uh, resolution of this pandemic will be there another pandemic. There are no sure things. And reading the news, whether it's bitcoins or sports cards, the, any investment category will be affected by world macroeconomic conditions. Number nine is perceived scarcity with 
perhaps emphasis on perceived. There are some limitations between both of these, Bitcoin as well as sports cards, limitations, protections, regulation, maybe too strong a word, but against overproduction or some level of saturation. But there should be pause because Bitcoin, there's some rules there, but they, they could be changed. And in sports cards, every year there's more and more cards, and we don't know how many cards are getting into circulation as being held back in terms of uh, unopened stuff that remains unopened. But certainly the scarcity of one of ones 20 years ago, where it was so difficult to value them, the, the silver lining is that now that there's enough of these low-numbered, uh, low-pop and low-numbered cards, there are a lot of comparisons so that you can compare unlike in the early days. Number 10, buying the dips. I think you may have seen the E-Trade commercial that parodies this. There's day traders that, that, that look at the movements of the stocks and the movements of something, and they buy on these uh, uh, dips or sell on these dips. But I don't think sports card investors do that as much. They don't sell on the dip necessarily. They don't necessarily buy on the dip. They just buy, at least if this year is an indication. But if there is a dip, which there actually was last fall, you have to decide. Is it, you feel it's a correction? Is it a pause? Or is it the beginning of a further decline? And let me just assure you, no one knows for sure for sports cards, and no one knows for sure for Bitcoin. In that regard, they are alike. I would be considered an expert. I can tell you, even in the peak of my understanding of this industry, I was not infallible. I have opinions. I track the data, but uh, the data on the future <laughs> does not exist yet. So we don't know. Number 11, the future is more important than the past. Do never forget that. Investment decisions should always be based on whether something will be going up when you think it'll go up from here, today's price or today's value. It's not about how much it's gone up already. It's when you buy or what you're holding. This is today's value. Do I want to hold it tomorrow? The future prospects are way more important than past or the past performance. It may have been a, a winner every year for 10 years. Does that mean the 11th year will be another winner? Not necessarily. So, you know, Bitcoin has gone up and you can check the data. It's gone up 300%. You still have to make the decision at this point. Does it have higher to go up or to go down? What would be the expected value? Again, I can assure you, even the experts are frequently wrong. There are no sure things. And number 12, finally, vintage gold. Okay, I just want to put this to bed. Vintage cards are not like gold and modern cards like Bitcoin. That would be a fallacy. Okay, in some sense, all sports cards are like Bitcoin because they're very volatile impossible to predict. I'm not talking about individual cards. I'm talking about the category. I'm talking about the macro sense. If there's increased demand in a category, increased demand in Bitcoin, increased demand in sports cards, the value should go up. For an individual player, if someone has great performance in the public eye, yes, that value should go up, all things being equal. All things are not always equal. So be cautious. And my final opinion here, full disclosure, I'm actually betting on sports cards in the sense of long-term by my actions and my inactions, even though I am not an aggressive buyer of sports cards at this time. I, I certainly was in the 1970s. But on the other hand, I'm also not an aggressive seller of cards at this time. But eventually, I'm going to sell cards based on my age and my health. And punchline, definitely not going to be buying Bitcoin at this time. Sports cards are way more fun for me, and I hope they are for you. But consider the volatility and the speculation of any category that doesn't have intrinsic value, like Bitcoin or even like sports cards. And have fun along the way. Thanks.